What's going on, everybody? DJ here, and we're back at it again for another episode of the Weekly Leadership Podcast. This week, I wanted to do something a little bit different because we had so many impactful conversations, so many amazing individuals on the show. I want to go back and highlight a few moments for those of you who haven't heard it, or maybe if you missed an episode, because there was just so many gems that were dropped across the last episodes that we had that I want to go back and kind of just review them myself, right? So we're going to kick it off. Anne Laguza, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago, CEO of the Works Consulting, came on the show and we just had an amazing conversation and believe it or not, this is actually the first conversation that we had and we've always kind of followed each other over the last, I want to say year maybe. And when we had the conversation, we were just like, oh my God, like you get it, right? Like you understand what leadership is about and and some of the pain points and some of the things that we see in the world today when it comes to leadership. And so she brought so much insight. I want to highlight this moment on where she was talking about how to coach your employees, but do it in a way that helps you grow and helps them grow as well to become great leaders themselves. Check this out. Of course, how we can help serve them. So kind of going, you know, shifting gears, what is, what are your thoughts on, you know, coaching employees and, you know, how can a leader kind of, you know, pass the threshold of just being somebody in a position to somebody who can actually motivate the individuals around them? You know, one of the things that I tell all my leaders to do, like the ones that I'm coaching, I want them to have, or I mean, I talk about this in my, um, on social media all the time, but I want them to have, uh, I usually say 15 minute meetings, no more, right? Every two weeks. So every two weeks, you should be face-to-face, virtual or otherwise, with your team members for 15 minutes max. And the reason I always put a 15 minute max on it is because if it starts to go to 20, 25, 30 minutes, everyone's going to start to drop, drop it. Right. And it's funny because when I tell, I first, I just say that part and leaders will say, oh, I talk to my people all the time. I talk to my people all the time. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. This meeting isn't about you. (laughs) This is about them, right? This is about them and and their engagement because I don't think any leader should ever be surprised when someone's leaving, right? I think they should 100% know that that person's, even if it's a good reason, not a bad reason necessarily, but it's a good reason they're moving on in their career. But I think, um, so I think you've got to, to coach your employees back to what you were saying. I think you've got to meet with them in a way. And during these meetings, I usually give examples of open-ended questions. Kind of goes back to what you were saying about like people wanting to get out of bed and be motivated is right. that, um, you know, one of my favorite questions is I imagine when you got this job, right? You were super excited, right? Cause aren't we usually, we got this job. Yeah. Yes. Like most of us are super stoked. How are you like, how are you feeling today about this job? Like every day when your alarm goes off, how are you feeling? Are you going, oh God, I do not want to get up. Or is it, yeah, cool. Like I want to get up, right? Now I know some people just have trouble waking up in the morning. So (laughs) we can weed that out. Yeah. But you know, it's funny when I suggest for leaders to do that, they go to this fear spot. Well, what if they don't like working here? Mm -hmm. Well, don't you want to know? I want to know, right? 100%. Because then you have a chance to coach them through that. Like, so talk to me about that. What's happened over the three months, six months, 10 years, however long you've worked here, what's happened? What's led you to go from super excited to not very excited? Right. What what can that leader do to impact them? Because oftentimes there's a lot of things a leader can do. And they're going to do everything, but they can do a lot of things. That was awesome. I, I love that conversation so much. And there was just so much insight in regards to leadership and, you know, steps that you can take as a leader and how you can effectively manage impact and help your team grow to develop in, into leaders themselves. Right. I mean, that's what it's really all about. It's about serving others and teaching them. And that was just an amazing conversation that I had the opportunity to have with Anne. 
The next clip is an awesome episode. As a matter of fact, it's the very first episode of the podcast with the founder of Versatile Success, my good friend Justin Rambo. We met out in Columbus, Ohio at the Summit of Greatness. And here's a clip of him mentioning how important that event was for him and how much of a pivotal moment we touch on that a little bit and in our experiences while we were there and how we started to see the shift in our mindset and what we were doing. Check this out. That was my first. Now, I had been to plenty of events before, right? Uh, but they weren't directly tied to personal development. There are business events or fitness mm-hmm. events, things like that. But once I started to really understand myself and understand when you understand yourself, you understand what food you need. When I say yeah. food, I use it in quotations, meaning what you need to feed your soul, what you need to feed your being. And so going through that process of personal development and that journey, I understood I needed to get around like minded people that were of a growth mindset. Right. Once I did that and went to that summit, my mental environment expanded. And so since that happened, what happens after that? my path becomes a lot more clear and I keep going because I want more of it. Mm. And so that was a tie-in to what we just talked about, you knowing yourself, because it shows you what you need to, what food you need and you go get that food and that food is your energy to keep going. Right. Yeah. And especially the people that you meet along the way, like the conversations you have are totally different, totally Mm -hmm. different. Like even, even we were going out, I think we did like we did that Friday night social where everybody had dinner and everything. And yeah, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, you're going out, everybody's hanging out, having dinner, doing their thing. And by, I would say, 11, 30, 12, it really, like, died out. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't dead because it was really, I mean, it was coming to an end. But people were like, oh, no, I got to go, go to sleep because we got that 6 a.m. workout. Get some good rest. You're right. Exactly. So the mindset is different where if you were to go out at any normal let's say you went to a club or to a party, whatever, people are like ready to go till three in the morning where it was, we were at the event. It was 1130. People were like, uh, yeah, I got to go. I got stuff. To yeah. Do. I think I honestly, I think I went to bed before you guys. Cause I, I think we went to that second spot and I was like, yeah, I peaced out I'm with done. some of the other people, but <laughs> you got to think about it though. Even like what you just said, meeting certain people, I'm sitting next to Tony Watney and I'm sitting next to you. Like your personality is a personality that I've always envied. Like, Oh, that's a really outgoing personality. Like, you know, you can host certain things. I'm listening to you talk. And then I got Tony Watley not realizing who he is, giving me advice. So I'm like, the environment of the people you're around expands. Love that conversation that I had with Justin. Just an amazing individual and just so much impact and, and so much growth that he's had over the last year, almost two years before you know it, since we last went to the summit. So at the time of this recording, we're still in the middle of this pandemic and, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully, slowly but surely, we'll start to come out of it. But uh, nonetheless, just an amazing conversation and, you know, just honored to have him as the first episode of my podcast. And I remember that day, you know, we were getting done having dinner. All of a sudden, it's 11 o'clock at night and it was cleared out, just completely empty. And it's because we were in an environment where people wanted to learn. They wanted to do something better than anything else they had ever done before. And when you're in an environment where people who are motivated to learn and do more, you start to take on some of those attributes as well. And that's why we were talking about how important it is, no matter what level you're on, to go to these events and meet people and build those relationships because you start to develop the habits 
that bring you to that next level as well. So just an amazing insight and a, a cool flashback for me just to uh, just to go back and talk about that event. And speaking of that event, there's another individual who this next clip is coming from, Carrie Kish, founder of Carrie Kish Coaching and serial entrepreneur, all the way from Canada. We had an amazing conversation, and I want you guys to listen in on how he talks about vulnerability and how important it is to be vulnerable and be honest with yourself as a leader. Check this out. the hopes of supporting and serving others. But if you can't be vulnerable, that's why everyone else thinks that they're alone and they're the only ones feeling like that is because nobody is vulnerable. Mm. And, and, and truly, I feel that in making that decision to become vulnerable and, and, and I, I call it, I call it my M and M moment, man, going back to, you know, eight mile, right? Yeah. Remember the movie, like right at the end where, you know, they're in the rap battle and he, and he goes, and he just like, it's his, it's his shot and he goes up and he just, everything's out there. Like he calls himself out on absolutely right. everything that he's done and everything like that. And then it's like, mic drop. What do you got for me? <laughs> There's nothing left. When you are vulnerable, there is nothing that anyone can say, anyone can do, anyone can think, anyone can think that, that, cause it's like, Hey, I'm an open book and here's where it is. And, and truly in making that decision for me in being vulnerable and also being very, very careful as well, because I think there's a difference between vulnerability and like they say, bleeding online, mm. or, you know what I mean? It's not a pity party. It's about right. being vulnerable is completely different than that in, in sharing your moments and your story with people so that they can also uh, you know, uh, uh, empathize with where you're at and, and know that they're not alone in that and knowing like, man, that is exactly how I feel right now. Or I was right. there or, or for someone that's not there right now, but they're going to be there three months from now or six months from now. And that's the beauty of a podcast like this is that whenever someone listens to this, if they're, I'll tell you what, if you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in that place right now, right. There was a period in my life that I did not laugh for mm. at least two years. I wore the mask just like anyone, you know, as a, as a leader in the community and, and business owner and coach and being out there and everything else, yep. I put, I put the face on and I would, I would be, Oh yeah, things are great. Oh, life is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, and I had the mask on dude, but inside the weight of the world was, on. Mm. I could not, you know, I couldn't, I'm wondering, is this going to work out? How's this going to be? Am I, you know, and, and again, and you mentioned it earlier in whenever we move through, certain chapters of our lives, we, we question ourselves. Am I a good enough father? Am I a good enough, uh, you know, friend? Am I a good enough the husband? Am I good enough this? And you question absolutely everything about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, that the, that the answers you give yourself to those questions are 99% bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like we, we tell ourselves the worst story, the worst stories, the worst case scenarios. And so, and I was there for two years and that voice that kept, you keep telling yourself that it beats you down and it right. keeps you there and making that decision to be vulnerable and share that with others is where, like you mentioned, when the student's ready, the teacher appears, right? Exactly. Karate kid stuff going on here. But I mean, yeah. but when, when, when you make the decision to be vulnerable and you, and you reach out, you realize you're not alone, but you can also support so many others. And that was a giant shift in my world from being right. a victim to taking that mess and, and turning it into a message and being the victor and, and actually making progress and thriving in, in every area of my life.